0: Hey y'all. this is Sarah Mel and you're listening to Phases of the Womb podcast. So on today's episode, we have a good friend of mine, Ariane discussing how her first pregnancy went and how she delivered without an epidural the first time, then how she turned around and got pregnant with twins and how that delivery went, and now how it is growing and living with three kids. All right, you can go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hi, my name is Ariane Youngblood. I am a director of culture and curriculum at an elementary school, and I have three kids.
0: All right, so how you doing today? I'm doing good I'm doing really
1: good this morning
0: Good, good All right, so we could just go on ahead and jump right in So, um, I know for um, Avery, your first baby You decided to go with a midwife What made you choose a midwife?
2: Um
1: I think I thought about the idea of just having like a natural birth Mm -hmm. And this idea that like I just wanted to really experience natural birth and I know like midwives like that's what they do um and the support is really great there so I just was like let me go ahead and try it why not Mm -hmm.
0: how old were you when you had your first baby oh uh
1: 26
0: okay so I'm so I wanted to ask because I know I feel like midwives and natural births and all of that have become a bigger topic over the past few years um did you just kind of go into it already having that idea like you you want to have a natural birth did you see something like what made you decide that's what you were thinking about doing what you wanted to do
1: um i just had this idea Like, for me, it was just, like, I truly wanted to experience the full process Mm -hmm. um, of delivery and, like, truly just feel, like, what it felt like to give birth without any medication or anything like that. And Mm -hmm. I just felt like our bodies, like, can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just, like, why not? So, like, I didn't, like, research anything. I truly didn't. It was just this idea I had, and I was, like, I'm going to go with it.
2: Okay.
0: And how did did your husband feel about that?
1: (laughs) Did he have any
0: thoughts on it?
1: he was very surprised because my like pain tolerance is like not great it's really low Um, (laughs) So he was just like you really want to do this and i was like yes we talked about it multiple times um so he was like with me so like throughout the process like he was like all right this is what we're gonna do so he stuck to
2: it
0: okay so um you had to be induced for him. What was the what was the conversation around um induction but also wanting to deliver naturally? Like what was your experience with
2: it?
1: Um, the induction came up when um my due date, like, it was getting close and like he's still um Like I wasn't dilating anything. He wasn't like all the way down. So it was just a conversation around like how long are we gonna go Mm -hmm. um, until we wait to deliver. Um, And then we just discussed it and we just decided on like an induction date um, to induce. So with him, I wanna say we were in the hospital maybe like early that morning. Mm -hmm. And like, it was just like a process, like just waiting and waiting and waiting (laughs) um, for a while. Um, like, I'm pretty sure I had breakfast, lunch, dinner, like, waiting, waiting. <laughs> uh, it was just really slow, really slow process. Uh, and I want to say around at nighttime, maybe around, like, 9-ish, it was like, oh, we're going to try some Pitocin. Um, so I believe what was given the f- at first was, the, um, like, a pill just into the cervix. The
0: misoprostol, um, so. the side yeah. That. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, but that wasn't, that wasn't really helping. Um, so we went ahead and tried the Pitocin around, around 9 at night. Um, and that kicked in really really fast um, really fast like caused like the pain like I felt all the contractions the pain um it was a lot um, to deal with um at that point I want to say maybe around after 30 minutes I was asking for the epidural, um but I was already in labor and he was like literally coming at that point and it was like yeah it's time. So I want to say the pitocin helped a lot um, with the induction process. Um, it sped along really, really, really fast um, after waiting and getting like um, the pill inserted. Um, so yeah, the pitocins like, really kicked it in.
0: Okay. And then wh- you remember how many weeks you were? Uh, I want to
1: say at least forty-one.
0: Okay. Was so I'm gonna ask you this because I know it just it it depends on where I work, but there's a lot of push like people start talking to women at like 38 39 weeks about like a 39 week or due date induction and most people don't feel like you're supposed to go over your due date um but what how did your midwives like talk to you about like your due date was it like this is your absolute due date or like you know you got a little time. You could kind of figure out what you want to do, and we could kind of go from there.
1: Um, I want to say it was definitely not like, this is your due date, this is what we're going to do. um, Type of vibe from the midwives, it was kind of like just trusting my body and seeing what my body would do. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I was going every week and mm-hmm. at that point, so we were just like playing it by ear, literally. Um, and I want to say, like, at my last uh, appointment, that's when we had, went ahead and just decided like, let's just go ahead and do it. Because, um, again, like, nothing was really happening within, like, right. the last or four weeks. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, like, played about by ear. I don't feel like they was trying to, like, have the induction early or trying to get him out early. Like, I think we, like, waited out and we wasn't sure when it was going to happen. So we was just like, let's just pick a date. <laughs> so we just pick a date. Good. I love that. Pushing the um, child out without, like, any medication and mm-hmm. things like that um so i highly recommend it
2: um, it's really
1: uh it's amazing truly truly amazing what women's bodies like are able to do
0: Facts. so like so they say that your brain kind of blocks out how everything feels in that moment do you feel like that's true
1: um as far as like you meaning like the the pain
0: yeah they say like usually like you feel it in that moment then afterwards um your brain blocks it out and it's like you you know it was bad but then it's like I don't really remember exactly how bad it was
1: yeah I can feel it I feel that <laughs> I feel like again like once I got like that Pitocin and like it was like I felt everything like everything mm-hmm. um in that moment and i remember like the nurse like trying to rub my back and i'm like no she's like trying to get um my husband to rub my back i'm like no like i just didn't want to be touched um it was like that painful that i just was like no like just let me be right now um like screaming yelling like all that's real in the moment it is um But, like, afterwards, you're just like, yeah, you don't really remember it. (laughs) You don't. That's crazy. But it's definitely, in the moment, it's, yeah, it's really, it's painful, but it's a pain that you can tolerate. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's a pain. Like, I didn't cry or anything. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, a pain of just, like, ah, like, you know, it hurts, but I can do it type of pain. And it don't last that long. Like, once you, you know, you get through it, you don't feel Mm -hmm. like it was that.
2: Girl.
0: All right. So, what was your postpartum experience like after the first birth? Like what what was a shock to you? What what do you feel like you learned after that experience, the first time? Mm-hmm. Let
2: me
1: think back to that. Um, experience after that postpartum. I feel like body-wise I was fine. Mm-hmm. I feel like after I delivered him, I didn't really feel like a big change in anything um, after giving birth. I felt like my body just, I don't know, it was just like, it didn't feel any different. I can say that. So I don't feel like it was anything like body wise that changed. Um, only thing I think postpartum for me, just thinking about like after having a new baby, was like the sleep.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: sleep is like really hard to come by. Um, And I felt like that was, like, a big change for me because I felt like during pregnancy, I was able to sleep a lot. Yeah. um, A whole lot. And so, like, not sleeping as much, I felt like that was um, hard. Um, Just trying to find time to sleep. You know, you say nap when they nap and things like that, but it's, like, really hard to do those things. And those naps in the newborn stage aren't that long. Right. Um, So I definitely felt like I needed way more sleep than I got in the beginning. That was, like, the biggest change for me, I want to say, after Avery
2: okay
0: all right okay. how long did you wait in between um deciding you wanted to um, get pregnant again after you had your first
1: um I I always said I wanted my kids to be close in age mm-hmm. so I always had this mind like my brother and I are like maybe two and a half years apart mm-hmm. like three school age and I was like I thought that was always like perfect for us we always like was at school for a year together or so
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and it was cool and I always say like I wanted my kids to like grow up close in age I can do the same things around the same time I didn't mm-hmm. want them to be apart um so I wanted to say around like year two it was just like yeah like I think I want to try again um type of and we talked about it and
0: things like that so for us it was about about two years okay did you feel like like i know everybody has in their mind like you know if they get pregnant they want to have however many kids or whatever but then you actually go through giving birth and postpartum and stuff like that that didn't like did that change your mind at all like dang do i really want to do this again
1: (laughs) no i want to say like in all honesty, I feel like Avery was, like, the perfect baby.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the first two years with him were, like, it was really good. Um, we got to spend a lot of time together, like, his first year, because mm-hmm. I worked part-time. Um, so I was home by, like, 11, 12 o'clock with him every day. And then, I mean, unfortunately, we had the pandemic happen. So mm-hmm. I feel like I was home with him again. Um, so we got to spend, like, a lot of one-on-one time together. Yeah. Um, and it was really nice. Like, we didn't, like, I wasn't, like, That first two years didn't, like, make me feel like, I can't do this no more. Like, it wasn't bad with just him. So I just felt like, I can do this again. Like,
0: why not? I just feel like you have such an easygoing personality. Like, you go with the flow so much. I feel like that's why everything kind of flowed for you in general. Like, I mean, I've heard people's experiences, and they would be like, heck, nah, I'm not doing this again. But I just, I don't know. I feel like even, (laughs) even when you was talking about, like, You know giving birth without an epidural For Avery and stuff like that I just I feel like I told you I was like I feel like you Have the temperament for it Like you 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 don't trip About nothing I think that makes a big difference Like your attitude Just in general Isn't stressed so I just felt like You would be fine So
1: I'm happy
0: that worked out So We know that you wanted to have another kid, but then you went and found out you were having twins. What was that like?
1: (laughs) That was wild, okay? Oh, really, really wild. I never in a million years so God would bless us with twins um, but I've always had like this infatuation with twins like mm-hmm. I always told myself like if I had twins first I wouldn't have any more kids like you know uh, I just think twins is just like a beautiful thing um, so what's crazy is when I went to go do my first ultrasound like again um, I've done this with Avery before so I'm like this is normal I'm just going to go see the heartbeat um, during Avery's experienced pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like, my husband never missed, like, an appointment or anything. Like, we always did everything together. Mm-hmm. um Because it was the first for everything, right? Right. So, for this one, I'm just like, I don't... You okay? Like, I'll call you afterwards. I don't need <laughs> you to be here. Like, know, You don't have to be here for this. Yeah. Because it's just me getting, you know, seeing a heartbeat, seeing a baby for the first time. You
2: don't mm-hmm. have to be here.
1: So um in the room you know the doctor it wasn't my midwife that did mm-hmm. it um because she just felt like you know it's i think i was like only like nine weeks or so yeah so it was really, really early so she was like no i'm just gonna have like the um this other doctor do it for you mm-hmm. um so it's this doctor i don't, don't recall his name but like it was a male doctor um who came in to do ultrasound so he came in he did the ultrasound laying down he's like here's the heartbeat and i'm like you know Every time, like, the first time you see it, you're, like, good. Like, you feel, like, ease, you know, like, you see it, Mm hear it,
2: you're
1: good. Like, wow. And then, like, out of nowhere, he's, like, here's the other one. That's literally (laughs) what it is. So, I was, like, I, like, had to, like, catch myself, like, what? And he's, like, here's the other one. And the nurse that's in there with him is just like, oh, my God, I didn't want to see anything until he confirmed it. But, like, yeah, it's two. And I'm like, no, like, you're kidding me. Like, this is not real life. Like, this is not real. Also, um, he's literally showing me, like, on the monitor, like, no, look, it's one here and it's one here. And I literally, it's just, like, I am amazed. Like, I am shocked. Like, this this is not real life. Um, So he did all that. So, like, I called my husband and I'm like, he is just like frantic busy. I'm like, you're not gonna believe this. So he's thinking like, oh my god, like the words, like what, like you know, mm-hmm. like what happened, what happened. I was like, it's twins. And he was like, get, like get out of here. It's <laughs> like a lie. I was like, no, it's twins. He's like, no, you're, like you're not serious. Like he could not believe it, um, would not believe it um, at all. So I feel like I'm literally like taking a picture on the monitor, like, no, look, like, this is real. (laughs) (laughs) This is real. Uh, And, like, this was, like, again, like, I don't think I was no more than, like, nine weeks. Um, I felt like with Avery, I waited until I got out of the first trimester before I told people. Um, my first sure, I think I called you. You did. Um, yeah, I called you. Um, I called the godmothers. Like, I was just like, you're not gonna believe this. Like, like first of all, I hadn't even said I was pregnant yet, but I was like, you're not gonna believe this. Like, I was pregnant, but not just for one, but two. Like, I was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So, that was like a really crazy experience. Um, not having him there and have to call him and tell him about mm-hmm. it, which was like even wilder. Um, uh, because he just couldn't believe it. Like, he thought I was playing, like, he thought it was a joke.
0: Girl, I rem- I remember, like, I don't know if I, I don't remember if I was at work. I don't remember where I was, but you texted me and was like, I need to call you. Like, can I call you? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Um, and then I picked up the phone. You was like, Sarah, it's two. I said, two what? <laughs> what do you mean it's two? Two what? <laughs> it's like, it's twins. It's two babies. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> like, I, I'll never forget that. I was just like, oh,
1: Lord, here we go. <laughs> that's literally how i was feeling i just really didn't know like at that moment like i couldn't believe it oh i'm truly good <laughs> and then
0: um so how how do you feel like that pregnancy was different from avery
1: um first of all i felt like for this pregnancy it was totally different um with them with avery um i wasn't sure if i was pregnant or not with avery Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had an idea I was pregnant. I was like, I think I'm pregnant, um, and then I just eventually took a test. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, Oh, I'm pregnant. Um, yeah, with them, it was just like we were trying to get pregnant. Right. So I was like, literally taking tests, trying to like see like, oh, when is it gonna happen? Like, you know, yeah. Uh, oh, it happened. Like, oh, let me take another one a week later. Um, I feel like I was like waiting to get um, a positive test with him um, with the girls. Mm-hmm. And when I got it, I like literally. Um, Call my uh, midwife and sub appointment immediately. Um, <laughs> and when I got there, like, you know, I did the urine test and things like that. And it was just, it took them so long to like see that I was actually pregnant. Easier, yeah. like, they. Cause it was just like, you are like, maybe like a week or two. Like, I mean, I was like, you're so, you're so early. Like, you are
2: so (laughs) early. Um, And I was
1: like, yeah. She was like, you, you just want me to give you some prenatals? I was like, sure. Um, (laughs) She was like, yeah. Like most people don't come in this early. I was just so excited. I was like, you know, um, so yeah. When I found out really, really early with them, Um, I also, like, started feeling it really early with them. Mm -hmm. Like, with Avery, I don't feel like I had any type of symptoms at all. Like, I didn't know I was pregnant besides my belly. Like, I did what I wanted with him. Like, I was fine. I ate what I wanted. Uh, Didn't have any sickness issues, nothing like that at all. Um, With the girls, in the beginning, like, the first, I want to say, literally the first four to five weeks, I was just so tired.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, I just slept a lot, like my body I was just so fatigued all the time um I felt like I like barely ate in the in the beginning mm-hmm. um I was tired a lot tired um and this is before I found out it was twins yeah so um when I went back after we found out it was twins at like nine weeks or whatever again my midwife didn't do the ultrasound so she didn't even know <laughs> so when I went for my follow-up appointment after the ultrasound you know the um, my midwife was like in the hallway, getting my chart or whatever, looking at my papers, mm-hmm. and come to find out, the doctor had never told her that it was twins. Oh Lord! So she's in the hall and she's talking to the nurse, and she, I, she's really loud. She's so loud, so I can like hear her. <laughs> and she's like it twins. Like I had no, like what he didn't even tell me it was twins. Like it's twins. <laughs> like she kept saying it over and over again. And I was like, oh, he didn't tell her it was twins. <laughs> Oh, so she comes in and she's like, "Girl, this is how, this is why you uh, felt your pregnancy so much because it's twins."
2: Mm-hmm. She
1: was like, "This is how you knew so early. Um, this is why you've been feeling like this." She was like, "I should have known." She was like, "Because I have twins mm-hmm. and I've gone through this." Um, so she was like, "Yeah, like it's like double everything yeah. on your body." Yep. Um, so she was just like, "That's why like you feel so tired and things like that. Like it all started adding up to like why it felt so different in the beginning." Mm-hmm um between the two pregnancies um so she told me she she's like it's twins that's why <laughs> so it's just like I was way more tired um in the beginning um I wanted way more sleep um I don't feel like I again like still no morning sickness none of that like I didn't get sick with them um I was just really really tired the fatigue was like crazy um okay. with the girl in the beginning
0: so um I know there ended up being a conversation um, just because it's twins, and typically, um, I know the conversation about inductions and uh, pain management and epidurals and stuff like that come up a little bit earlier because um, typically we see that twins come a little earlier. Uh, how did that? How did those conversations go?
1: Um, I felt like really early on, my midwife pretty much told me like since his twins like we're gonna deliver around 38 weeks
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, with the induction she was like we're just gonna introduce early um just don't want to risk like going to 39 or 40 weeks with them um because like things typically don't go um right that far along um afterwards like that could be more complications after 38 weeks um mm-hmm. uh, so we just um went ahead and decided that that would be an induction okay. um at 38 weeks. Um and I was seeing um, my midwife regularly, but I was also seeing um a specialist
2: um
1: mm-hmm. uh, at the same time that like checked the um did ultrasound like literally I wanna say every week or two. Mm-hmm. Um so I was doing kind of both of those appointments back to back. Um and they were like keeping each other informed on how things were going and things like that. Um my midwife informed me that um, I still wanted to have a natural birth. <laughs> so I was like, no, I want to do it. I want to do it. And she's like, you know, I've done it before. She was like, I know you can do it. So she told me the risk as far as, like, with having a natural birth with twins. So the biggest thing was she wanted me to get an epidural um, because if it has to be, like, an emergency C-section,
2: mm-hmm. if I
1: had the epidural, she was like, I can be awake.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But if I chose not to get the epidural, um, then I would have to go to sleep. And then I wouldn't be awake for the birth Mm -hmm. Um, like she didn't want that for me Um, but in my mind I'm like no I'm gonna have a natural birth Mm -hmm. anyway um I want to say we talked about that all the way up until around the induction Mm -hmm. uh, before I was induced Uh, we talked about the the OB the uh, the possibility of like what OB would be there the day and all those things I actually the OB wanted to meet with me, um, because that would be the person I'll call for my induction. So mm-hmm. I actually like went to the hospital and met with the OB as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she really just was like pushing up a door. Like she was like, I just want you to understand, like you know the complications, the risks, things like that. Um, she was like, but if you're okay with it, like I'm okay with it, mm-hmm. um, and things like that. But it was like a, it was really nice talking to the OB. Mm-hmm. Um, meeting her and having that conversation. Um, and just hearing from her and like getting her reasoning and rationales around why she thinks I should do it and things like that. Um, so yeah, it's like the conversation we talked about it a lot. My midwife and I talked about it a lot, um, way before it uh the birth.
0: Okay. So I'm 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 gonna just put this in um so the Because the, 'cause I'm sure they already went over this with you, but I kinda want it in the episode, but Uh, the complications that they probably were talking to you about with twins you just have a um, if they're they're both head down I'm going to say that if they're both head down then um, providers are a lot more willing to do vaginal births Um, even if it depends on where you are I don't know how it Mm -hmm. is here but even if one is flipped breach uh if the doctor is skilled in breach births they'll still deliver um like if a is head down and a delivers and then b is breached they'll go in and deliver b um i know a lot of places providers aren't skilled in breach births, so a lot of times if both babies aren't head down they're not even attempting a vaginal birth um Or one of the complications is um, if baby A delivers and let's say um, baby B cord slips out, which is called a cord prolapse, then that would turn into an emergency C-section. So because of all of those things, that's why they set up um, in the operating room for delivery. So like you can deliver vaginally in the OR, or if they have to, um, they'll deliver baby B by C-section or whatever the case may be. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, tell me about your birth experience.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, let's talk about it. Um, so, I want to say we had our induction scheduled for 38 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we were born, At that point, we we're doing our appointments weekly with the specialist and with the midwife. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we still have our you know, vaginal birth plan. Um, and I want to say I went in to see the specialist. I was around, I was 30 weeks, 36 weeks and something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I went and see a specialist. And what they wanted to do was, I believe, the, um, the stress test. Like, yeah. you get done. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went in and um, baby B, mm-hmm. like, didn't pass. Okay. Um, wasn't a lot of movement. Um, well, baby, it's Ryan. <laughs> so Ryan, um, wasn't a lot of movement or Ryan like they wanted. Um, so they were a little worried. Um, so they were like, We're just gonna send you to the doctor, um, the hospital to get checked, uh, just to like do some further, you know, monitoring, right? Yeah, at this point. I'm like, huh, I already know this means. Probably about to go ahead and deliver, right? So, mind you, I have nothing packed. I have nothing ready. Um, This is a Friday. It's Mm -hmm. a Friday. I have nothing packed, nothing ready.
0: How many weeks are you? Like
1: like 36. I'm 36. 36. Okay. 36. Um, Probably in a few days.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Like 36 in a few days or something like that. I want to say 36.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, So and I, come home. I was like, so here's the plan. Because it was like maybe 10 o'clock in the morning, and they wanted me to go to the hospital. I'm like, yeah, I'm not ready for that. So, <laughs> came home. I was like, so what we need to do in the house, right? Because it's like, what we need to get together. Mm-hmm. So, I came home. I packed Avery a bag because I was pretty sure he going to be standing by one of his grandparents for the weekend. So, I packed him a bag, um, like, cleaned up the house with a little bit, straightened up, took me a shower. Um, got myself together, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I had already washed the girls' clothes. I hadn't packed their bag yet, but I had, like, washed all their stuff, so I kind of had an idea of, like, what they will wear. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to make sure everything was, like, good. So it took a while, like, you know, we would literally, like, clean the house um, before we left. So I finally made it to the hospital. Um, and he was like, oh, we've been waiting on you. I was like, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you are horrible. So, <laughs> they put me in the room um, put me in the room and they wanted to like obviously like monster uh, Ryan some more
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, so I believe they like you know was counting like her movements and things like that Mm -hmm. and they did it and I want to say she barely passed it was like a barely passed type situation so the OB was like I'm gonna keep you right Mm -hmm. we're gonna like see how it goes see how she is we just don't want to send you home yet so I was like, cool. Um, so hours later or whatever, this was what, so Friday night. Yeah, I stayed there Friday night. Ended up staying Friday night. Um, Send my husband home. I was like, you could be with Avery. Like, I know I'm not giving birth tonight. Like, mm-hmm. you can go. So sent him home Friday. Um, Saturday, they did the test again. And I want to say she, like, barely, like mm, I think she failed again. So... The OB was just, well, did she fail? It was like a barely, I think it was like a barely thing again. Mm-hmm. It was like barely.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: she didn't fail. It was barely. It was like barely. It wasn't as much as they wanted. That was okay. the issue. It wasn't as much as they wanted her to move. The movement just wasn't as uh, frequent as they wanted and things like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So this OB was not the OB I met with because, again, like, um, the one I met with was supposed to do it in like two weeks. Yeah. So it's like a different OB um, that I'm talking to. So she comes and he, like, has this conversation with me. So since Ryan wasn't like making the movements, whatever the specialist had recommended that I deliver at like thirty seven rather than thirty eight. Yeah. So that's what the specialist recommended that I like deliver. I want to say on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So the specialist like told uh, my midwife like, sh- "You should do the induction on Tuesday rather than wait another week." Okay. So I'm in a hospital on Saturday, and um, the OB is like, "Look, she was like, you can go home, right?" Mm-hmm. but he's going to come right back on Tuesday to have this baby, these babies, these right. babies. So it's just like, you know, I think it's it would make more sense. You know, for you, the baby's like safer if we just go ahead and do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, but it's your call, right? So she's like telling me either like I can uh, go ahead and get induced today or I can wait until Tuesday,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is like two days away. So in my mind, I'm like, I can go home for a few days. You know, I can chill at home or whatever, and then come back. Mm. Or I can just go ahead and knock it out. Right. So I don't know what it was. Don't know what it was. But something like told me to just be like, go ahead and do it, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know. Something I felt inside me was just like, let's just go ahead and do it. So I just told her, I was like, that's cool, like we can do it. Um, so she was like cool. She explained to me like the steroid shots that we had to get. Okay. Um, that I had to get for the babies, um, just to help, you know, the level lungs, mm-hmm. make sure the lungs was all good. So, we went ahead, called Gerald's husband, told him about it. So, he's like, okay. Um, so, Avery got dropped off by somebody. Um, <laughs> somebody <laughs> had him. My mother-in-law. My mother-in-law. <laughs> Avery, my mother-in-law. Gerald um, bought, like, the bag. Well, he packed the the girls' bag. He packed me a bag. Mm-hmm. And he bought it to the mm-hmm. hospital. Um, so, Saturday, went to in the hospital. Um got the, um, first shot, whatever, whatever, um, got induced, right, whatever, um, no, I think I got the first shot, then we got the second shot, yeah, Mm -hmm. waited for check out, then we got induced, um, so at this point, again, it's still like, oh, I want to have a vaginal birth, I want to be natural, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, and you are like, okay, you know, okay, um, so I'm trying to think about it. I want to say I still like the pain was still not bad with the girls mm-hmm. still not having like crazy like pain or anything like that um, tolerance is good but again it's this conversation around if it's an emergency section we're gonna have to put you to sleep that's literally what I kept hearing it's an emergency mm-hmm. section you're gonna have to go to sleep and i was just like oh okay um so I go ahead and say okay go ahead and get an upper door so, I got the epidural, um, which was, like, not a bad experience at all. Got that. Um, also, I had this idea that, like, the epidural just, like, takes, like, all the pain away. Like, mm-hmm. I still felt, like, things. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, a... so, like, my, yeah, I was very, like, it was this idea, like, oh, it's just gonna take, every... no, it still doesn't take everything away. It definitely <laughs>
0: does not. <laughs> it does
2: not, right? Like, it does not take everything away. A no, good does
0: epidural does not take uh-huh. everything away. I tell people that all the time. You need to feel something.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So I was happy to still be able to feel something, right? (laughs) I'm like, all right, like, all right. So I got my epidural. Um, I felt good. I was good. Um, water broke. Um, still like good though after that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I want to say around, what was this? Around like two o'clock in the morning. I felt, like, the contractions, like, pick up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of knew I was ready to deliver. I was like, it's time. Like, I knew that, right? Mm-hmm. So I called the nurse. I was like, all right, like, I'm ready. <laughs> like, it's time. <laughs> so they're like, okay. So they come and check me. They was like, okay, it is time. It's time.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so they take me to the, um, operating. the operating room. Mm-hmm. Go to the operating room. You know, they explained everything, why you have to be in the operating room in case of an emergency section. So we go to the operating room. And I want to say, I had two midwives there. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a lot of people, okay? I had two midwives, I had my OB, I had a nurse, baby had nurses, we had the anesthesiologist. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just a room full, like, it was a lot of people. Um, and thank God that, like, all those people were there, right? Like, they Mm -hmm. were all meant to be in their room, Mm -hmm. um, they, like, they needed to be there. So, we get in the OR, um, I'm ready. Like, I've done this before, I'm like, I'm good, I'm ready. so they're like, all right, you could push. So I'm pushing. You know, then they tell you take a break. I'm like, I don't need a break. Like, it's time. Like, she's right here. I feel it. I don't want a break. Like, let's just push. Like, just let me do it.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: barely, Logan came out in a matter of, like, I don't know. It did not take that many pushes for her to come out mm-hmm. at all. Um, She came, like, right out. It was so easy. Um, Just pushed her out. So they gave her to me. I'm like, cool. Like, we good. We got one out. Now we like, let's get the next one, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So Ryan is like all the way at the top. (laughs) (laughs) Right, my girl? the (laughs) chilling. Chilling, like, again, chilling, right? Um, So the OB is like so patient, Um, so patient. She's like, we're going to wait, we're going to wait. So I'm pushing, I'm pushing, nothing. Like, my girl is just not moving. Mm -hmm. Like, she was like, I'm not coming down. Um, So, I had Logan at Mm 2.27, that's the time Logan came up, 2.27 in the morning, we, it's like 30 minutes now, (laughs) Mm. and at this point, she's like, you know, like, it's, I'm waiting, like, because I want, like, the OB was really trying to, like, be on my side, Gave me what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted a um, vaginal birth. She knew I didn't want to have to get cut. Like, she knew these things. Even though I had just met her, like, two days, mm-hmm. she was on my yeah. side. She knew what I wanted. She really was, like, being patient. Um, my midwives were being patient. Um, so one of my midwives, like, went in to, like, spill.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To um, see where Ryan was, or whatever, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you already discussed this. Like, one of the um, complications um, with the, the court.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what happened was she went in. And the cord had like must have like disconnected or whatever, because she had it.
0: <laughs> oh, it fell! She, it fell down. It fell.
1: Yeah. So she had the cord in her hand. hmm Um, and at this point, the OB looks at me and she's like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And we gotta do it. Like we have to cut."
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So like they're telling the midwife, like you can't don't move. You stay. Yeah. You hold the cord. Don't move. Um. So mind you, I got the epidural, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like all we gotta do is numb you, so you could be awake because I got I only got the epidural, so I can be awake. Right. That's it. and I got it. So they give me the um, some numbing medicine, um, medication, and the OB like you know puts her knife on me to see if I can feel it. I'm like, yeah, I can feel that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can feel it. So she said, like, all right, we going to give you some more. Um, so they gave me some more. And I'm like, I can still feel it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she tells me, she's like, I'm so sorry, but we have to put you to sleep.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was like really, at this point, that's when like I'm crying. Um, and it's not like a, you know, it's just like a silent cry because it's like, I'm really like upset yeah. because it's like I only got that epidural so I can be awake. Right. Like that was the plan. Like mm-hmm. the plan was for me to still be awake to see my daughter be born. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, my body again was just like, no we're not taking this like you i can feel everything like the medication is just not working yeah so i had to be supposed to sleep um so i was supposed to sleep and of course like i'm asleep but i have no idea what's going on um all i remember is like waking up um i'm waking up i'm in the room husband's not in the room this is me and a nurse mm-hmm. um, i don't recall the time but ryan was born at 323 Okay. Which is literally almost an hour. I was about apart. to say,
0: that's almost an hour.
1: <laughs> and people always ask me, like, how is this so long? <laughs> because the OB and my midwives really held out before cutting. Um, yeah. They took a cutting, like, they waited until it had to be done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So I remember waking up, and I want to say it was like, whew, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight in the morning, seven okay. o'clock in the morning. Let's just say it was seven. So it had been hours. Hours.
2: Because you your sleep.
1: So I wake up um, and then they like let Joel um, let in or whatever. And because I was in like a totally separate room, mm-hmm. like just me and the nurse, just me and the nurse until I woke up. So finally, um, I see him, um, the babies and things like that. So then he goes to like tell me like the whole story about Ryan. It took a while for him to tell me, it did. Um, I want to say like he waited a, little, a few hours before he told me like the full story. Mm-hmm. And I, it still took me time to process everything that had happened because I was asleep. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So after they cut, so they cut me, um, got the emergency section done. Ryan came out, and Ryan was not breathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like he said they wouldn't even like you know show him Ryan at first because they were like trying to get her to cry mm-hmm. um, and breathe. So I want to say it's it took like a, a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. And I can only imagine, you know, what that was like for him, right. um, being awake, like him seeing this, like not being able to see her, mm-hmm. um, and just knowing that they were really, really trying. Um, but she finally cried, um, which was like awesome. And she was good. She was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing was like me, right? Yeah. So I'm asleep. They're trying to wake me up. And I am not waking up. Um, NC jazz like, could not wake me up at all. Um, so would said he was, like, he can tell the uh, NC guys was, like, really nervous.
2: Yeah.
1: As I would not wake up. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't would understand, like, why wasn't I waking up right afterwards. Um, so again, like, I can only imagine how nerve-wracking that is for him.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, my daughter's not breathing, my wife's not waking up. Um. And then he got another baby that's just there hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> another baby that's just there, right? <laughs> Like, she's just there. Uh, she's done, but she's just there in right. a mix of all this. Right. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, so he's, like, telling me all of this, and I'm just like, what? Like, this is wild. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy, because, again, like, Ryan, like, just being so far up, and then, like, the the cord slipping, mm-hmm. all of that happening with her, and then me, my body, like, not being able to, like, numb fast enough for them to cut, so having to be put asleep, but then mm-hmm. not able to wake up. Um, in a matter of the time, he wanted me to wake up, so he even told me, he was just like, the, um, the anesthesia, I just, like, came and checked on me and everything, because he was so, <laughs> like, you know, he was, like, scared, like, you yeah. know, why do you up. Um, so he was like, no, like, he came and checked on you, he was like, all oh, the nurses came and checked, um, checked on you, um, but I truly felt like everybody in the operating room was meant to be there for, like, all those reasons, mm-hmm. um. I, I had to, I had a nurse that was there for me. I needed her. The old was like just amazing. Um, the fact that she even like waited yeah. and then just automatically cut me. Yeah. Um, I was like really really thankful for her. My midwives that were there the whole time. Um, well, I remember, like, at my follow-up appointment, I my I was being like, this is the craziest birth ever. <laughs> like, she was just like, I've never experienced anything like this in, like, over my 20 years or whatever. Um, she was like, you had everybody scared. Like, we just, we're just like, you know, the whole process
2: yeah.
1: of having to be cut, the cord slipping, um, the not waking up, it was just a lot, um, yeah. a lot. But we all came out on the other side, so that's all I can ask for. <laughs>
0: girl that is a mess a <laughs> my lot. nurse would have been bad lot. as the nurse <laughs> it was a
1: lot yeah the nurses checked on me a lot <laughs> i felt like everybody came in every um afterwards and was just like yes like thank you like i every i want to say because we were there days like um a few days mm-hmm. um and i met every ob on rotation okay because they all came to check on me
0: let's switch gears let's talk about your recovery like the recovery from because you delivered vaginally and you delivered via c-section so how is it recovering both at the same time um the the
2: c-section i suggest
1: which is totally different for me Mm -hmm. um I remember, like, just being in the hospital, and one of the ODs telling me, like, you can, um, you can shower and take your tape off. Like, you can take it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, okay. Um, but even, like, getting up to walk at first was, mm-hmm. like, really hard. Like, it was just, like, it was hard. Yeah. Uh, felt like the pain was, like, high.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I remember, like, taking medication the first day um, for the pain, maybe for a second day. The first two days I took some um, pain medication because it was that painful. Yeah. Uh, but taking that tape off was like a different type of pain. <laughs> uh, I was in the shower, like, oh my gosh, like that was just like a different type of pain. Um and then when my midwife came to see me, um, and she knows like she was like, Oh, you you took they took the tape off? I was like, I took it off. She's like, What? Uh, I was like, yeah, and she was just, uh. first of I was amazed by the cut, okay, like, every mm-hmm. OB was like, what, this is, like, the best, is, like, ever, um, so I was like, oh, it is, like, that's good news. Uh, <laughs> but I want to say, like, it was just really painful, like, walking at first, so mm-hmm. that took a while to just feel okay with, um, and I'm not one to, like, use medication,
2: mm-hmm. like,
1: I just, I don't know, I feel like I could just take the pain usually. Um, so, like, after, I want to say the first two or three days, I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to take this no more. Because um, I felt good on it, but I was like, yeah, like, my body just needs to heal, right? Yeah. Um, so, I just want to say, like, in afterwards, I felt like I sat down a lot more. Um, I was just like a, it wasn't just like a quick get up, like, I can move around type situation. Yeah. As much. Um, Like, I wasn't, like, walking around, like, I couldn't pick Avery up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so like couldn't pick him up in the beginning. It was more so like I said he, you know, sat with me. So that was hard like not being pick him up or even like holding both of them, making sure I wasn't like walking around with both of them. Um so I just took it easy um in the beginning and that was like different from the first experience just being able to get up and move around like I was good. Mm-hmm. It was like totally different. And um, he was a toddler too. Yes. Yeah.
0: So he was, he was active. Two and a half
1: very active you know one to jump on you and I'm just like yeah we can't do that we
2: can't
1: do that (laughs) oh yeah it was like yeah so I want to say it took like a few weeks or whatever but after that um I was good
0: you did that though but I just like I said before I feel like your personality plays a, a big role in it you don't make much of anything a huge deal like I feel like you just take everything and just kind of work with it. And I feel like that's why your transitions be so much easier. (laughs) So that's great. Um, So you breastfed um, Avery and you breastfed the twins, right? Mm -hmm. How was it breastfeeding twins? Like, how'd you do it? Did you breastfeed them at the same time? Did you alternate? Like, how was it kind of getting them on a schedule so you weren't constantly feeding and putting to sleep and you know what i'm saying like how'd you um, how'd you get them oh. to work for you
1: <laughs> oh it took a while um first of all in the hospital um i want to say all the nurses like everybody like lactation like nurses everybody was like hands on deck
2: mm-hmm. trying
1: to like help me um feed both of them at the same time
2: mm-hmm. so
1: with, with avery um in the beginning it was more so just, like, a new process. Again, breastfeeding was something I just told myself I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't, do anything, didn't do any research, didn't know anything. I was like, this is just what I'm going to do. Um, and with him, I want to say, like, in the beginning, first, like, month or so, I kind of wore, like, breast shields yeah. to help um, with the latching because, like, my nipples just wasn't, like, protruding enough for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those helped a lot. I want to say I didn't wear those longer than a month. And then I didn't need them anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the girls i didn't need them at all um it was more so about just the positioning yeah. like how can i get um one on each right yeah and most uh, in the beginning um it was pretty much like tandem feeding the whole process
2: mm-hmm.
1: because it was this idea for me and for my husband um we wanted to like keep them on the same schedule right. and that was like a key thing for us like when one sleeps, the other has to sleep like it was hard in the beginning. It was hard because it would be like one's up and they want to eat, but the other one's still Um, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say like the newborn stage, the first three months was the hardest. Um, I ended up getting like a pillow, like a um, twin, like a, it's called a twinsy pillow,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so I can like put around me and then put both of them on. Uh, in the beginning, I felt like that was. I was like, oh, let me try this. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't really, <laughs> didn't care for it, didn't care for it, um, I didn't, uh, I don't know, I just, for me, the pillows, I, yeah, couldn't get with it, I used it more for them to sleep on, um, or sleep with, but um, tandem, tandem feeding, one on each side, I always put Ryan on the right, Logan on the left,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it just worked out, R for Ryan, L for Logan, that's literally how I started out, left, L, all right so mm-hmm. i just remember like just and they also help because then like i know if one ate on this side like that's you know enough for them and try not to switch them up because if ryan ate on one side and on the other side then i'm like well she probably took all the milk for logan like yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. so I just, like keep them on their sides um a lot um we didn't really switch sides at all um it was tandem feeding in the beginning um it was hard in the beginning was really hard because they're newborns. Like, they have no support. You have to do all the supporting right. for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so, literally, I'm trying to um, sit in, like, a little rocking chair with them, but I'm trying to, like, make sure their boat popped up enough. Uh, it was weird. It was just weird trying to find the right positions yeah. um, for a while. But I felt like once we um we got it, it was better. Uh, I was, like, on... Um, nurse all the time. So, like, they... <laughs> Again, this was a mistake of mine, thinking, like, oh, I'll nurse in the beginning, then I'll, like, give them bottles, because, again, I got to go back to work. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, I'm a nurse, and I'm going give them bottles, and they're going to be on bottles, because Avery, the bottle situation didn't work out, Mm -hmm. like, never took a bottle. (laughs) So, I was like, I'm not doing this again. So, again, I waited too late. They always tell you, like, in the hospital, don't give your baby a bottle within the first six weeks while breastfeeding, because it's going to confuse them. I don't believe that. (laughs) I feel like me not giving it to them is a problem. (laughs) Um, so I tried to give them a bottle after, you know, six, nine weeks or whatever. Yeah. They didn't want that. They didn't want I tried not. all the bottles, try all the bottles. So I recommend women trust me, or I mean, bottles early.
0: Yeah. Like if you, especially <laughs> if you plan to switch them.
1: Yeah if, yeah. if you plan to switch them, you might as well. Like just do both early. They're not going to get confused. They're not. They know how to suck. <laughs> it's going to be okay. But me, it was a part of me also being a tired mom. I was so tired that I just was like, I the milk, the breast is easy because yeah. it's there. Yeah. You don't have to get up. You don't have to do anything. So when they cry in the middle of night, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was a convenience thing as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Again, not thinking in the next two months, you're going back to work. Uh, so went back to work. My kids would not take a bottle. They would not take a bottle. Um, so luckily, I live, like, I was living, what, no more than eight minutes from my job. Mm-hmm. So I literally were like, Either come home to feed them, or have Joe bring them to me to feed them. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that was like the schedule we kind of worked out because they wouldn't take a and they had to eat. Um, so I literally would be like, "All right, let me pop home for you know thirty minutes, feed them, go back to work." I let him bring them to me, sit outside in the car, feed them, go back into work. Um, I did that all the way. They were born in February. I went back to work. Um, in July. Mm-hmm um and we did that all the way until may of okay. like this idea of like me um coming home or him bringing them to me uh, i want to say once they made one though when once they made one in february that's when i kind of like stopped
2: mm-hmm. the coming to
1: me uh i don't think i came as frequent because i knew like they're eating food it's not like they really really need it so yeah. i kind of just once um i even <laughs> went away on a work trip mm-hmm. for a week six days i went away for six days in march so they were they were 13 months i went away for six days like they're not gonna need milk it's fine they didn't need milk so you didn't
0: you didn't pump or nothing
1: i didn't pump didn't leave anything um (laughs) because they don't take bottles so i'm like what's the point (laughs) so i did buy me like a little hand pump to pump while i was out there Mm -hmm. because my body obviously was so used to me uh nursing right so I did get engorged out there. Not great. Um, <laughs> I don't pump. So it was kind of like this thing of, oh, like, let's do this thing. <laughs> so that was hard. It was only hard. I want to say, like, the first two days were, like, painful. But after that, my body kind of, like, got used to, like, not feeding them for yeah. today. Um, so I remember coming home late. I left on a Sunday, came back on a, like, Friday night, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning type thing. I'm like, these kids, I don't want milk no more. Like, they're fine. Yeah, that was a lot. They still want to milk. Oh, <laughs> um, as soon as they see me. I was like, it's been six Ooh, days. You. I've been at home for six days without milk. They still want to milk. So I was like, wow, okay, okay. So Avery, I want to say I did like 15 months of breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. For them, we were at 13 months, and they still wanted it. I'm like, all right, okay. Um, We'll try to stop another time. So it was March, Um. This is, what are we, what month are we now, January?
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So I want to say about maybe Thanksgiving break mm-hmm. of 2022, yeah, Thanksgiving 2022, I was like, I'm I'm going to drop some sessions. So I only dropped to one session. I only fed them in the morning, only nursed in the morning. I dropped all my night sessions, afternoon, I was like, we're only going to nurse in the morning. <laughs> um. And like every, they got used to it. They cried at first because they were used to like having milk at night, nursing right. at night um uh, but i'm like no we gotta stop this um so i had gerald put him to sleep because that was the only way it would work so i was like you put him to sleep it's fine so they didn't want it no more at night they were fine and It was just this morning session i was like i gotta kick this morning session <laughs> like as soon as they saw me in the morning that's all they wanted um if they woke up in the middle of the night that's all they wanted that's mm-hmm. what's the only thing that would put them back to sleep i was like i gotta stop it was, again it's a convenience thing if my kids wake up at three i'm tired i want to give them milk and put them back to sleep right um, but I'm like, I got to kick it. I got to kick it. So Christmas break comes. I'm like, it's the best time. I'm like, I'm gonna get rid of this session. I'm gonna kick it away. Um, so it was hard. I want to say like in the morning, um, again, it's Christmas break. I'm like, I got it. I got it. No, I didn't have it. it. So <laughs> nursing in the morning. Still nursing in the morning. Um, and then we get to, I want to say it was, uh, Martin Luther King day. Mm-hmm. Around that time, and I was like, you no, know I'm not doing this. So I'm like, we're, I'm off. Charles off. I'm like, I'm not going to get them out of bed. You go get them out of bed. So he went to go get them. As soon as they saw him, they started crying because mm. they knew they meant no milk. Yep. Like, meant no milk yep. for me. <laughs> oh, so we did that for a few a few mornings. Like, he would just have to get them out of bed. I couldn't be the person to get them out of bed. Um. And they were upset. They were, they were big upset. Obviously. Um, like, <laughs> upset. Um, and I'm like, all right, we're going to make it. Right? I'm like, I tried this before. We're going to make it. So we made it, we made it a week. I'm like, all right, we got it, we got it. So we're on week two, we're on week two um, of no milk. Um, And what are we at, 23 months? They are 23 months. They are 23, Mm -hmm. they 23 months (laughs) yesterday. Uh, And I was like, I'm not going to two. I was just like, we got to kick it, we got to kick it. Oh, 23 months. Um, And they're, they're good. I think Ryan is more so like, more fine than logan
2: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, still as toms it's like logan is still like grab me or rub on me
2: mm-hmm. uh, like
1: the morning if i'm getting ready and i have like a bra and she's like really touching me <laughs> like i know what this is i know that it's <laughs> you gonna give it to me oh uh, so i feel like if i if i was to offer it they would still take it definitely still take yeah. it but we're, we're two weeks in we're two weeks in and i am like happy to be done <laughs> um happy to be done because i feel like you know it's not in the morning it helps because it doesn't like i don't have to go through this process of sitting down for 10 minutes and we're getting out the door on
2: time mm-hmm. uh,
1: they're sleeping through the night because they know if they wake up they're not getting it right so it's like they're you know, sleeping through the night i just feel like we're in a good stride right now with um, not having it um but it's just like yeah i didn't think i would go 23 months i thought i was stopping at 13 months back in march <laughs> um, but 10 months later we were still going um, even if it was just one or two sessions um, they would literally come suck and then leave mm-hmm. but um, still the left and right side that's that's the way we went the whole time and it definitely got easier the bigger it got because they knew how to position themselves um, they knew a side to go on like they wouldn't that really is so bad.
0: cool that they so even like, like knew that
1: <laughs> yeah they like they knew their sides Ryan knew she was always to right Logan knew she was to left and they like didn't yeah it wasn't happening um if I try to like even in the middle of night put them on one they turn to the other one like Mm -hmm. they knew their sides because of course in the middle of night I don't know which one is which we went through that a lot um like you know it's dark I don't know but they knew so that was like really really helpful every time we sat in the chair they knew like when I walked in the room they they went to the chair like they knew what the chair was for (laughs) um so like in their mind like yeah this is what they're this is what they know
0: well, I hope we keep
1: going. Good luck. Yes. Uh, That's I'm
0: <laughs> All right. So last thing, I mean, obviously you can add anything else you need to at the end. I want to ask you, um, how do you feel like you're a mom, you're a mom of three, um, I know you've probably spent the last, what, how old is Avery, four? Mm -hmm. Um, Four plus years as a mom. How do you feel? How do you feel like, um, how am I trying to say? Uh, How have you transitioned to this new role? Do you feel like? Uh, it's affected you mentally. Do you feel like you just like everything else? You kind of just taking it with stride, and you're doing good, and you feel like yourself, and you accept it where you are. Or it's like I'm just a work in progress. Like, just oh. where are you? <laughs> oh,
1: that's a good question. Um, so okay, different answers. Okay, um, and I'll give you like stuff was told me as well. Okay. But I feel like i was the girl who always knew i wanted to be a mom yeah
2: that
1: was crazy. like i knew i wanted kids um wasn't sure if i wanted two or three <laughs> the guy gave me Oh <laughs> uh, but i knew this is what i wanted like i knew is what i wanted um mm-hmm. uh, so like having avery again was like really good i feel like you know it was one kid you know sometimes i see why people stop that one kid mm-hmm. <laughs> um but it was fun it was good so good that i wanted to do it again right mm-hmm. uh, and then with avery i want to say like i spent a lot of time with him just me and him i wasn't one to be like oh you know go sleep like grandparents like avery slept out one time um one time at like maybe 10 months by yeah. my mom mm-hmm. and then the second time was when i went to have the girls <laughs> so in mm-hmm. no a matter of two years like i was once believe that I just wanted to spend time with my kids. Like I didn't need to drop my kid off. Like I'm good. And my kid could do everything together. Like we go to the store together, I'm fine. Like we were together a lot. Mm-hmm. Um and it didn't bother me at all. Uh with the girls, having the girls made me realize that like you need breaks. Yeah. True, you truly do need breaks um and it's not a bad thing to like have a break from your kid Mm -hmm. um so Avery started like spending the night a lot out by his grandparents um in the beginning um when the girls were first born and that was like really helpful to just have someone like have him keep him entertained you know give him someone on one attention Mm -hmm. um and then like we're at this place where the girls are like about to be two so Mm -hmm. it's like it's active in the house Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a loud house uh It's a loud house it's never a dull moment um but it's really hard to like get things done with having three kids in a house um it's really hard like being productive a lot whether it's just like doing housework um or just things for yourself it's like really really hard um so i'm like trying still working progress as far as like finding this balance of like being a mom and then like taking care of me yeah so i definitely utilize grandparents a lot more way more than i did Mm -hmm. Um, in the beginning with just avery like even if it's just to like sit in the house and just like have peace and quiet Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or if it's to like go out on a date right um definitely utilizing them more um for that because the self-care is definitely lacking um i know that my husband tells me a lot it's like you should go do this you should go do that um, and most of the time it's just like it's a lot, just finding the time. Um, with my schedule, the kids schedule, as far as I mean, Avery had like six birthday parties is what <laughs> <laughs> it's like his social life is popping. Um, She's popular. Yes. But um <laughs> I I don't complain because again, this is what I asked for.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: this is what I wanted and this is like this time i know this time i never get back with them at this age so like i truly truly enjoy it truly love it um do love my peace and quiet when i get it it's amazing Mm -hmm. like it's amazing (laughs) to just sit inside and like even if i say i want to like clean up and do stuff you know like it's just good to just sit sometimes and just relax Mm -hmm. um so for me i am working on like self-care like whether it's like just peace and quiet Going to the nail shop, going in massage, just going out by myself, um, just to do something alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy it, um, but it's not something I feel like I know. And I don't know. I feel like every mom is is different. All mm-hmm. moms are different. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I enjoy being with my kids, but like every once in a while, it's just like yeah, it's good to be alone. Um, but I don't feel like having three kids is too much. Um, right. I don't. I feel like they they entertain each other for the most part. Oh, that's a good thing. And I'm so happy they have each other. Um, So I don't feel like I'm overwhelmed. I don't feel like I have lost myself or anything like that. I am learning, though, that it's good to take time for myself um, and put that time in because I need it. Um, Mm -hmm. It just you feel refreshed. Mm -hmm. I feel like being away. Letting them go by their grandparents for a few hours. And then, you know, I just get to breathe for a little while by myself. Not to think about anything. Not have to hear anything. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really a good feeling. So, like, I'm learning that having those breaks is, like, really healthy. And it's like, you need it. You do need it. And I'm, like, telling myself, it's okay. Like, you need this. Um, And when they come back and they see me, they're so excited. And I'm so excited. It's great. Like, we're good. Like, how was your time away, you know? Um, So, I'm learning that. Um, I think as a wife, I'm learning that it's uh, it's important to like have that time with my husband as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do not have regular date nights. We don't. Um, again, it's hard when it's just like, it's not one kid, right? It's yeah. three. Mm-hmm. So it's just like also understanding like when I bring kids by grandparents, it's just like sometimes, you know, I might send Avery to one and the other go to the other place or sometimes it's like, you know, they'll go all three go to together. Mm-hmm. But I'm also understanding that three kids is a lot. Yeah. So like, I don't want to always just be like, take all three. <laughs> um, <laughs> like if you take one or two, I'm good. <laughs> oh, but trying to get back to like, where it's like, I, I'm always, um, in the beginning of my marriage, like before we, I even got married before having kids, um, Gerald and I always had this discussion around like, you know, how you're married. Like we always come first. We should mm-hmm.
2: always come first.
1: Like mm-hmm. We are important and we have to remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so hard in the beginning remembering that because you're so consumed, like with work and school. And by the time you come home, it's just like you only have like three or four hours before everybody's like bed and bed sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to like, we are learning to find time for us. And um, just like, even if it's just like at night having those conversations with while the kids are asleep, mm-hmm. you know, catching up. Um, or like, again, like drop them off for a few hours just to like, go grab lunch or something just like have that time alone because also understanding that that alone time is so so important yeah. um and we are working on that as well so that part i feel like it's a work in progress as well like we understand it we know it and we're working on it um it's just hard it's just like when I have one, I was like, well, when I say one, I mean Avery, because I never just have one of the girls. When mm-hmm. I just have Avery, I'm like, oh, wow, like, this is, you know, this is what it's like having just one kid. <laughs> like, it is way more manageable. It is. It's way more manageable um, with just one. And I get it. I get it. But I just couldn't have him be the only one. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we have three. Um, and it's working. It's working. I think we have, like, a schedule. The kids, like, are, like, really best friends. They all, like, you know, want to be together. Um, And we're just making it work.
0: I think, I just want to say just outside of, like, this recording and everything, I, I have always admired you, the way you just kind of take everything in stride, and you've done that throughout our adult lives and I think you're a great mom and I think you're doing an amazing job
2: (laughs) thank you I truly appreciate that yeah
0: so so if you enjoyed today's episode be sure to subscribe like comment or whatever the social media world does these days child and if you would like more information on phases of the womb be sure to go to Instagram and follow me At underscore phases of the womb We touch on all different topics On our womb Wednesdays And usually the topics Are whatever we're going to cover On the Fridays When we release our podcast episodes I have a website Make sure you click in the link If you have any questions Be sure to email me Message me on Instagram Whatever you need to do And just make sure you tune in I appreciate
2: you Bye Thank you.